Hello, Superhouse Podcast listeners. This is Stefan, and welcome to episode 118. In this entry, we'll be sharing our thoughts on the new Tomb Raider film, a reboot based on the popular game franchise of the same name. The game series was rebooted in 2013, focusing on a more grounded origin for a less sexually objectified Laura Croft. With an emphasis on realism and survivalist adventure, the reboot redefined a character famously portrayed on screen by Angelina Jolie in 2001. The reviews in this episode were recorded at different times with Andrew and Maddie kicking it off than yours truly with Maddie as well in the second half. Enjoy and let us know what you think, and remember to like, share, and subscribe, motherfuckers. Okay, man. Uh, do you have the format? Are we gonna free ball this or what's what's up? Um, I can kind of make it up as we go here. Okay, all right. I mean, it's just uh, all right. I'll just get into it. All right, everybody. We, me and Andrew and Stefan saw Tomb Raider, directed by someone named Roar Uthog. I don't know how you. Per- I don't. That's, that's all I got for you. His name is Roar. So yeah. Uh, he, I was looking at his list, and he did like this movie called The Wave, which I think is like a Norwegian film. It's like a disaster movie, so it was supposed to be good. I never saw it, but he got Tomb Raider. So, and we got who's in this? Do you want to know? I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Alicia, how do you say her name? Alicia Vikander. Vikander, Vikander. Yeah. Well, she she's Laura Croft. Yeah. And then we got we got Dominic West. Love him. The Wire. Walton Goggins. And Daniel Wu from Into the Badlands. Those are just the top four. That's all I'm going with. Oh, yeah. That's where I know that guy from. Yeah. So, <laughs> Andrew, what were your uh, general thoughts on Tomb Raider? Did you love it? Did you hate it? My general thoughts are that it was pretty good. I went in with really low expectations, and I think that helped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, video game movies got a bad rap. I know there's like Silent Hill and Mortal Kombat, but there really aren't that many good ones, and there haven't been many in it at all recently. But uh, honestly, this is up there with Mortal Kombat and Silent Hill. I'd say. I mean, this is it was pretty fucking good. It got what I wanted out of it. Uh, I mean, I, I like adventure shit. I've played every Uncharted movie, uh, Uncharted game, and I've I've played almost every Tomb Raider. So I don't know. I, I just I, I I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I'm right there with you, man. I enjoyed it. Had a good time. I was a little let down because I'm just going to get into it. Let's go. go. I want some supernatural shit, man. I knew you were going to say that, man. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say that. Well, I mean, like the new Tomb Raider games, which she's based off of, have a supernatural element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they should have just fucking went for it, dude. Wouldn't a thousand fucking undead handmaids look fucking dope on screen? Yes, it would have. Dude, I get you. I feel you on that one. And but the thing is, I also kind of respect the Scooby Doo angle, where they're they're like, well, the monster is actually a human. Like they just go back into the. It might have been a budget thing too, but I don't know. I kind of respect the angle that they took as well. And uh, but yeah, I can definitely see that being like kind of a minus for a lot of people. But I, I think I personally, I was okay with it. I think. The reason it bugged me so much is because I feel like a lot of these movies are still following like the Dark Knight formula, like play it safe, make it realistic, like it could really happen. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. But Tomb Raider's more fun when it gets fucking weird. Yeah, like yeah, especially yeah. in the new games, because you're like, oh, I've just been taking out dudes for 
a couple of hours. And then when you get to like the fucking weird shit, it's like, oh god, this is not the Tomb Raider I played on PS1, dude. <laughs> this is a whole, and that's kind of what I was like hoping that they like. I didn't need them to dive super into it like they did in the game, but I would have liked a little more of that. Um, and I mean, I don't think this is gonna get a sequel. So I think they should have just went for it, for better or worse. Let's since we're going into gripes, and I know I'm, I might be fucking with the format here a little bit, yeah, but if, if it's okay, um, I think my main gripe was the bike scene. Stupid! That opening nah, dude, bike scene, so good. dude. I did not need that. I felt like, and they also had like a different. Um, they had two different times they were introducing the island, and it was like, dude, just consolidate these and cut out the. Uh, and the island in Himiko, like just consolidate those into one and then cut out the bike scene. I just honestly didn't need that. But I think, yeah, really, I think other than that, it was, I mean, it was pretty good. I mean, the relationship between the, the her and her father, great. I mean, it, it was really heartfelt and um, it had, it had good emotional scenes there. I mean, maybe a little schmaltzy for some, and I get that, but I'm a sap, I'm a sappy motherfucker. So I, I was down with those scenes and, I'm a huge fan of Walton Goggins. I don't think Walton Goggins got to be super like Southern funny boy in this one because that really wasn't the role. But he was also really good in this, and um, and uh, Daniel Wu as well. I mean, Daniel Wu. Another thing, another minor gripe was just very minor, not a huge thing. But like it seems like they kind of lost handle of the timing of their subplot. Whenever they're, they they're like, "We're with you, Daniel Wu." You know, all yeah. those dudes at the end, and then. You cut, you go like 40 minutes of them in the fucking uh, tomb, and then very end, those dudes are just making it to the to the entrance, and the entrance wasn't sealed up, right? Not at first. It wasn't sealed up until the uh, until the bomb went off, right? Maybe it, maybe that's how they, they figured out the timing. Maybe well, they just, I don't know. What do you think? I know, at one point, she tells him to go on and save the people. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. And he's waiting for her, and I think they come back, which is like, we've missed that. And yeah. he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go back for Laura," and yeah, yeah. I get you. Time frame's a little weird, um, and honestly, didn't really need it because I mean, how else is she gonna become fucking Lara Croft Tomb Raider? Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. Might get out of that tomb by herself. Um, I didn't really need that scene. I thought Daniel Wu was cool, but a little wasted uh, in the movie. That's, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. And uh, I do like the bike scene, but I'm in 100 percent agreement with you, Andrew, that it could have been cut out of the movie because it really necessary. Because um, one thing that I liked about the movie up until a certain point was that everything you saw Laura do, she needed. Yes, like yes, later yes. On. All of a sudden, I felt like the film went, oh, fuck, we have to end it, <laughs> you know? And then yeah. it was like, fast forward, she gets her pickaxe from the game, you know, and it's like, <laughs> she didn't like, I don't know. I just like, I like the bike racing because I thought it was fun and I like riding bikes and that was cool to watch. But... I just don't think that really had anything to do as far as character no. development or anything. Like it just shows that she's good on a bike. She can handle herself. Like, you know, she can, she's faster than the boy. She's smarter. She can outwit people. Yeah. But I think they could have shown that in some other way than a bike scene. Cause it like this urban setting really has nothing to do with rate and tombs and shit. And I know it, like her being so, sort of like estranged from her family and all that. I thought that was cool, you know, like the, it just felt like it could have been handled in a different, in a slightly different way. And it just kind of felt like a waste of time. And I mean, but the thing is though, other than that, and like that, the, the, the Daniel whoop thing with the, that subplot, they kind of lost the, the, the timing on near, near the very end there. 
I think it was pretty fucking solid, man. I mean, you got like, you got, it just felt like they really like honed in on what makes the game good and how do you translate that? Because it's yeah. already cinematic. I think the, the reboot has a lot to, to thank Uncharted for because they kind of saw Uncharted and like, okay, let's do that Lara Croft style. And yeah. they were largely successful. And that's what the movie's doing. And like the whole, like the plane sequence when they're finally in the tomb, when they're on the island, like she's like, A, she's fucking raiding a tomb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that check, that's good. You got the pickaxe, you got the, um, she, she, gets, she gets injured. Yeah, the bone arrow and she gets injured and all that. There's like the little bombs, there's puzzles. The puzzles are there, sort of. Maybe they could have done a little bit better with the puzzles. Like, you could have had a whole plot point on the puzzles, really. But they yeah. kind of were on the sidelines. But whatever. It, it was it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a pretty solid reboot. I just hate that it's like... I mean, I feel like it's going to get overshadowed. I feel like years from now, this will become like some kind of cult film. Like, people yeah. will really enjoy it. But it's like, you're riding the wave of fucking Black Panther still. <laughs> you know, it's That's like, what kind of sucks, man. It's like... It's like Black Panther is has this great, I mean, five weekends in a row. I think is number one. It's like, God, that's awesome. But you, and then and then it's like, you know, it's like it's revolutionary film and all that. But then you know, there's this other side to it where it's kind of like kicking these other films to the side, man. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect Annihilation to do, like, to garner a big audience, and I didn't really expect Tomb Raider, but I thought I'd make a little money where like, cause. I think that's a good reboot. I think uh, the girl who plays Warcraft is great. I think she's a good choice. I think she can hold her own in the film. Like she, like that fucking fight scene between her and that other girl was fucking dope. And I was like, damn, yeah. she's tough. Look at them abs, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I will say one other complaint I have is Walton Goggins wasn't Walton Goggins enough. I feel yeah, like he was a little yeah. reserved. And he, I feel like there was a conversation between him and the director. He's like, do you want me to go full Walton Goggins or hold back? And he was like, <laughs> what I need? He's like, because I can go 110. And he's like, I need you to be 75. And I was yeah. like, damn it, Walton Goggins at 110 is what I want. He could have been like evil Southern dude that says funny things that are also evil. Yeah. You know, well, but he he was played a little bit vanilla. Well, I do like that the villain is like, he's like, he's just, he's on, he's just there and very he's just worn down dude he's been there for seven years he has a family too and i kind of like that about his villain that it wasn't like i mean he did evil shit but yeah you yeah, know yeah. like what wouldn't you do to get back to your family if you right. had seen them in seven years you know and i feel like maybe that character was a little different in the beginning which we don't get to see but i kind of liked it too but I just, you know, when Walt Goggins goes full Walt, Walt Goggins on shit, it's so good. I know, yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, I think he did a terrific job as, like, the villain of this. Dominic West as the dad was great. Um, yeah, I don't have any problems with any of the cast. I felt like mainly it was a lot of, like, you were saying, like, maybe they had, when they first started shooting, they're like, man, we got this three-hour script. And then the studio's like, okay, you got to cut that down to two hours. And they're like, all right. And then they're like, now you gotta cut it down to an hour 45 you know and it's like yeah. oh, fuck um so i just feel like there's probably more shot or more ideas that weren't because i just feel like it sped up towards the end like yeah and it, to me too like being i've been playing tomb raider since the first one came out and i remember it was the only time in, in entertainment uh, electronic gaming monthly the magazine where 
Resident Evil 1 and Tomb Raider 1 came out the same fucking month, and it was the only time they ever had two games of the month because they were that fucking good. Maybe they did after that. I don't know because once the internet came out, I kind of dropped the magazines for a large part. But like Entertainment Electronic Gaming Monthly was EGM, huge part of my life before the internet, and I wanted to see what the game of the month was every fucking month, and there were two that month, and, and, I, and I bought both of them, and so I've been playing Tomb Raider since the beginning, and fucking, um, one of the things I would have liked to have seen, and this isn't like a huge minus or anything, but if you wanted to lean more into the game and like the fanfare and all that, fan service, it would have been cool to have a little bit more solo time because within the games you're i guess in the newer ones there's kind of a an ensemble cast to a certain degree but like to to just have her like kind of going through the tomb alone yeah uh, i mean whenever she was she was on the plane and she got the thing through her fucking um side and had had to pull it out and all that before she met her dad that was like a little bit of alone time but I don't know. It just kind of it kind of felt like I don't know. I know you can't do the whole movie like that, but it would have been cool to have a little bit more of that. And um, I do think that probably Daniel Wu's part probably got cut the most mm-hmm. from the edit. It seems like I would. I bet you anything. The dad probably got most of like ninety percent of his shit in the final film, and yeah. Daniel Wu just like they just couldn't find the time for it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a hard reboot like. It's because they're following that new game, and that's cool. But like you said, I mean, a game is like, you know, what, like 10, 12 hours. Yes. You know, um, and to put that into a two almost two-hour movie is it's hefty. It's hefty. It's a lot to do in a very short amount of time. But yeah. I think they, like, for the most part, it's solid. I like it more than, like, ultimately, the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies are forgettable. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and I definitely think this one will, like... I, I won't say that it's like totally memorable, but it's something that I know like and like when it comes out on, you know, Blu-ray or something, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go rent that. Like I want to see that again. I need to like fresh. I want to see it again, you know, because yeah, when I went and saw it, I was just kind of like, you know, sometimes we see stuff for the podcast because you know, people sure. are interested. I'm not necessarily super interested in Tomb Raider. I I played the original game. Didn't really play anything after that. And then I played the first remake and then I haven't played the second one. I want to, it's just, there are other games. And so I'm not like a huge fan, but I know Stefan was psyched and it was like, the podcast is going to see it. So I was like, I'm going to go see this. And I enjoyed it. I had fun and I will always take an Indiana Jones style movie any day of the week over most shit that comes out. (laughs) Yeah, man. When you got like the character running through fucking Southeast Asia, fucking, going like what was she swinging on that thing in the on the port or whatever mm-hmm. and like i i like that scene a lot and um like just going like the boat on the way to the island and then you're finally on the island and then there's like this fucking like what you think is a supernatural tomb and all that i i, I the, the adventure is there man and, and like like you said like this movie is not like mind-blowingly awesome but it is highly highly competent like the director was very competent, the writer was competent. They were able to hone in on what the uh, what the fans want to see. Alicia Vikander is great, and all the main cast, fantastic. And um, I don't know, man. I mean, I would like to. I would. I would love to see a sequel. Honestly, I th- I think this. I think 
they set up a sequel very nicely again highly competent writing um they got they, they set up the world to where she can go anywhere in the world near the end there and uh you got a new villain out of it and all that so i mean what i mean what more do you want man i mean the action scenes were great and she's like dude my favorite action scenes whenever is whenever she got the bow and arrow and she's taking out dudes Mm-hmm. Uh, that are, anytime you got somebody with a bow and arrow taking out people with guns, count me in, sign me up. I'm fucking there. I love it. I think I thought that was great, and uh, I like the um, the the final fight scene with Goggins. I thought was pretty good too. I, yeah. and she's kicking him in the balls and shit. Like, and then she makes him fucking eat that fucking finger, dude. That's the shit. That was good, yeah. and that was fucking good, man. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you know, for a movie that I was hoping would lean into the supernatural elements of Tomb Raider, you know, I got some, I, you know, I got some jumps in there, man. Yeah, you got some, right? When the, when the, when they pull the coffin back, I was like, I was like, oh my God, maybe they'll do it because she looked pretty preserved. And then my scientific mind started going. I was like, oh, she's going to deteriorate because air is hitting her. Yeah. And then like, but it still got me. I thought that was cool. And then when she sets up. It's like, what the fuck did she set up for? And it's like a mechanism or something. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, you could do a lot worse. I don't think it deserves its 49% rating. No way, dude. This I'd, is I'd, a, at least a 61 or so, 60, 65 maybe. I'd put it at like, you know, I'd put it at this. You better eat it today because it's going to go bad tomorrow. <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, but uh, Oh, that, that tomato? Yeah, that tomato. <laughs> better use it today. <laughs> you want to make that Sammy today? I like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's good. I, I definitely think it'll find an audience on home video for sure. I think it'll be a fun movie to sit down with friends, have a couple of beers, and like be like, oh yeah, I like Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider's cool. And you know, yeah, man, I don't like. I mean, it's nothing like you were saying. It's nothing like outstanding, but it's just kind of fun and enjoyable. And you know, you need that shit. It knows what it is, and it knows. It gives you what you want out of it. Yeah, you know, it it's a movie that accomplishes all of its own goals, basically, and 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 really, that's what it is, you know. And it's just a fun ride, and and basically, that's it. And, the, and you know what? It's not just a fun ride, actually. It's a fun ride. Plus, it has, honestly, again, the 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 emotional scenes between her and her father are good. They're yeah. good. They're they're competently written, and there's emotion there, and you really feel for her and her father. It's really about those two. And and everybody else is kind of secondary, and and it was, you know, that was that was very welcome. I was very surprised that was handled so well. And I got to give it up for Roar Uthalg or whatever his name is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I agree with you. I thought the father scenes. I was a little nervous because sometimes that shit like can be super heavy handed. It's like gotta get it. They fucking love each other, but I felt like it was good. I mean, it was a father daughter movie at the heart of Tomb Raider yeah like you know and i mean there's that really emotional scene where she's like i can't lose you i just got you back when she has to solve the puzzle for walton goggins character yeah and i was like oh my god it's true man she did just get you back yeah yes i was like papa no (laughs) um yeah but uh no i thought uh yeah man i in comparison to the other tomb raider movies i'd prefer this one is it a perfect video game movie? I don't think we're ever going to get it, man. Nope. Because you know, I, I don't. I just don't think. I, I don't think that stuff translates well, and also pays to translate it well and to pay homage to the game. You kind of have to suspend disbelief at some point. 
Because some video games don't make a lot of fucking sense. Silent Hill doesn't make a lot of fucking sense. It's yep. weird. Yep. But yep. the movie's solid. I like it. I think it's a good horror movie. And I think Tomb Raider falls into that. Like, I think I'd put it as my number three, dude. Like, Mortal Kombat, Silent Hill, Tomb Raider. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's that's kind of the lineup, right? Um, I mean, some people it, might debate it, but it's, they're wrong. It's, it's, it's definitely up there, and... I mean, if you're listening to this, you obviously don't care about spoilers if you haven't seen it, but uh, definitely go check it out. And if you're listening to this and this movie has already come out on on Blu-ray or rental or something, iTunes or whatever, definitely check it out. Because, I mean, we can be critical sometimes, but I think think Superhouse does kind of lean towards uh, we're a little bit easier on movies than a lot of people, but I mean... It's 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 I don't know man take it out. definitely if you played the games if you if you played the the reboot game and you like that then then definitely uh, at least rent this because this this was um, much better than a forty nine or whatever it got it, I don't know I was just kind of upset actually and and I I recorded myself on the on Instagram the like little stories thing or whatever <laughs> and you can see my reaction like going into it I was like oh, I'm doing this for the podcast and then. <laughs> that's basically I was just saying that and then after it I recorded again I was like you know what I was wrong it was good <laughs> you know yeah. we're glad I'm glad I went to go see it so um, hopefully other people will, will will film the same way man we really went off the rails with the uh, with the format here but I guess we just had a lot to say was there anything else we needed to cover as far as this I mean I think the format's good if we have a lot of people on but I mean, it. The thing about this movie is it's kind of short and sweet, man. To me, it kind of sums up the movie. I mean, there's like there's cool action scenes for sure. It's Tomb Raider. Yeah. You know, um, there's a really badass fight between her and this guy that's tracking her that I thought was awesome, and I was kind of scared for Laura. Oh yeah, like, that oh. was that was badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but and uh, like what I was talking about earlier about how she's like everything she learned previously when you start the movie to like when she's on her own. Um, like you kind of get the back and forth. Like there's a reason that we saw her like fighting a girl at the beginning, you know, and that's what I really like Cause that's how the right. game was. It was like, you were learning all this stuff as you went, like you get a bow and arrow and you were shit at it. It's like, you can only shoot it this far and it's only this powerful. And you're like, God damn it. I want to take that guy away so far away. Oh yeah. So close. That's but, why I, uh, I, I had no problem with the boxing scene. Of course that opened up the movie because that that definitely connects with other shit later on in the film but there's like there's no bike scene at the fucking end of yeah. in, in in on the island so it's just like uh, what is this and i was really like oh this movie has a 49 for this reason whenever that scene was going on but after that it really like you know turned me around yeah i mean i like the scene because i like riding bikes so <laughs> I like bikes a lot too, you know, but I just didn't think it like fit, I guess. Well, I mean, it would have fit if it would have come around. Like if she was on, you know, if she was playing like a hide and go seek game with like some of the hunt, the bad, the, the mercenary dudes, but she never does. And that's one thing that I wish they would have done more her stalking at night because in the game you do a lot of stuff at night. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. Very little in the day. And I wish she would have had like some kind of like up in a tree shooting the bow and arrow to like get Daniel Wu's character out of the situation or yeah because then i mean obviously she's going to get knocked out or there's going to be some kind of thing where it's like you got to solve the puzzle where i'm gonna kill your dad like that's coming yeah you know it's a pretty by the book action adventure movie you know nothing and it's too like i've never seen that before but 
I feel at some point, after you watch so many movies, what's surprising? <laughs> you know, like you yeah. can kind of sit down and there might be someone who deviates from it and you're like, oh man, that was kind of cool. I didn't see that coming. But I mean, when you get down to the basis of like an action action adventure movie, they follow beats, man. Right. And this does it and it does it well. And that's all you can ask for. I didn't need Tomb Raider to reinvent the well. <laughs> I didn't expect no. it to. And I had fun. Yeah, Mark Bernard on Batman on Batman, he also liked it, he's, and he's kind of saying the same things that, that we're saying as well, and he can be really rough on movies sometimes. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's, let's I'm, I'm going to do a little impromptu uh, format. So what were your favorite, uh, ac- did you have a favorite action scene in this? <laughs> oh, you're going to hate me for this one. It's um, a fucking bike. <laughs> That's the main one you liked. Uh, That's your favorite fucking action out of Tomb Raider. Man, listen, there's not a lot of bike movies out there. I gotta take it when I can get it. Okay. Oh we got premium, premium Rush like three years ago, so calm down, Andrew. Let me. I never saw that actually. It's fun. It's a fun action adventure movie, man, for sure. Uh, but um, I'd probably say. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I I really like her falling into the water, and the whole action scene with her like on the plane, and when she goes, "Are you fucking?" or like that whole scene where she's like, "Are you yeah, kidding yeah. me?" Because then the plane starts to fall off, and I was like, "It reminds me of playing the game." I like that one, and then I'd have to say like the final fight between her and Walton Goggins, I thought was really well done. It was short, short and sweet and to the point. Like I didn't need it to go on forever. I needed them to tussle and then her get the upper hand and shove that motherfucking finger down his throat because he hurt Papa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I would say, uh, yeah, like I said before, Goggins and then um, the, uh, what did I say again? Um, the fucking, uh, God, I just said it earlier, man. I'm losing my mind. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the, bow, the bow and arrow scene. The bow oh, and arrow. Yeah. I, I love it. I love that one. Um, I thought that was really cool, and that also reminded me of the game. And then the plane would be a close third, I guess. Um, were there any characters that kind of bugged you or anything? Not really, man. I don't. I, I mean, it, like you kind of have your core cast with the four, you know, um, Dominic West, Walton Goggins, Daniel Wu, and Laura Croft. Um, and yeah, nothing really bugged me. I kind of wanted more from Kristen's. What's her? Kristen Scott Stewart, the older lady who's like sort of her mom or a caretaker who might be part of Trinity. Oh, the the evil. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely yeah. set up as the next villain. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I want to know about more about her. Yeah, she was she was good. Yeah, I don't think that there were any real. Um, I'm the, I'm kind of the same with you. Nothing. Nobody really bugged me really. I mean, even the even the people at the pawn shop, they were actually handled really well. Yeah. They were they were good. Their their comedy pretty much landed as well. So, it was kind of weird. They must have been must have not been England. No, it was London. And I aren't guns illegal? I guess they were selling guns illegally. Or maybe this is just that's the fantasy aspect of the show. I don't know. But I was thinking that while I was watching it. But I, I did also really love when she got the two guns in the very very end. Yeah, and it kind of was like another fan service thing, but it was—I don't know, man. Like, you can have fan service, just do it well, you know. And I think that it was done well. So, yeah, I think it was a sweet little nod to the next movie. I mean, I don't necessarily need to see those guns show up in the next film, you know. But if they do, they do. If they don't, whatever. Uh, I thought it was fun. Nick Frost showing up, you know, was cool. Yep. And yeah, man, I don't really have a like super complaints. I mean, I wish like 
more supernatural shit, but you know me, I love my creatures. <laughs> yeah. I, I was expecting you to uh, to say that. And you know, if they hadn't even put it in, like, if they hadn't done it in the new game series, I don't even think I would have minded it, you know? Yeah. But it's like they made it pretty prevalent and there's some weird shit in that game. It's pretty fucking gory, too. And I was like, damn, I don't like to see that on the screen. I was kind of half expecting it to, to, to really go the supernatural route as well because... I mean, eight was set up that way for sure, but also, it's what isn't that what Uncharted one did, where it's like all like regular, and then the very end of the game, it's it's yeah. like it goes supernatural, like <laughs> at the last second. Yeah, you fight these like creepy crawly creatures. I was like, God damn it! Like that was the one thing that bugged me about Uncharted. Side tangent was I just wanted an action adventure game. Uh-huh. I didn't want like creatures and stuff in it. And then I get to it, and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> It's like cool, I guess, but like I don't really think Uncharted like set itself. The like, setup wasn't there, whereas this had the setup, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I felt like more so that like you know just the images they shown, but I mean that's where most like folklore and like ghost stories start, as with something like that, and then people exaggerate and say she is the cause of it and blah blah blah, and you know she. But I don't know. I was just really hoping <laughs> that they would. I I, I definitely see you on that one but i was just like all right scooby-doo ending i get it cool sounds good to me no, you know yeah, I, was, no. I was i was cool with it i mean and it also sets it up that like there is a supernatural element to it yeah and i mean not to say that if they do get to make a second tomb raider that there couldn't they couldn't just add it you know i mean just this tomb wasn't supernatural the next one could be oh for sure so i mean i think they i think it might have been a little bit of them like playing it safe because like oh if, if you know if this does well you know we might alienate an audience that doesn't like supernatural action like want to see that i think it was just budget man yeah, i think that's just a lot of cg they didn't want to spend money on you know if yeah you, but man, if they, they wanted to see it if they may <laughs> if they if if this god if the timing was a little better they might have made a lot more money probably you know i think i don't know i think black panther made a five peat was it has it been five weeks already uh, maybe four or something it's it's dude it's making just all the money in the fucking world and so it just had to compete with that again um yeah, so i wonder if pacific rim will take it out only because it it'll be six weeks since then yeah it'll be that week i mean pacific i don't know i mean i i'm in the pacific rim but i wonder if the what the what the everybody else will be you know i don't i don't know we'll see well also you got the new wes anderson movie drops the same day too and i i do want to see that isle, isle of dogs dude looks oh, looks pretty be, funny might be a double review uh superhouse podcast <laughs> sunday so monday looking like so check this out i'm on um the the box office subreddit and it's saying that tomb raider tops international box office with 84.5 million hmm. fucking good that's good yeah. At least it's getting something here, man. I think everybody's just in America still going nuts over Black Panther, which they should, but you know, got to make some room for other movies as well at some point here. Um, yeah, I, I wonder. I mean, it's probably just nice to. Well, I mean, I was talking to a friend the other day about how I was like, man, it's weird how the three movies I've already seen to begin this year are Black Panther, basically an all black cast, strong black characters. Second movie I saw, Annihilation, four strong women scientist characters, 
you don't see in sci-fi movies very often. It's always one surrounded by a bunch of males. And then Tomb Raider. Uh, that's a badass woman action star. I yep. was like, damn, that was a good start to the year. Might go downhill after Pacific Rim, but John Boyega is the main star of that. So, you know, and it looks like the cast is pretty mixed in that as well. So it's pretty interesting this summer because I feel like things are changing. For sure, man. I mean, yeah, like every movie, like you, like you said, yeah, every, every movie is basically uh, got the diversity going on so far. I mean, it might ultimately end up with being white males being number I mean, one, but by, by, like, by like a small, a much smaller margin than it used to be. That's well, right. I mean, sure. All these movies are going up against Avenger, Avengers Infinity War, so we all know how that's going to go. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's mostly white dudes as well. Yeah, and so. then you have a new Star Wars movie with a bunch of white people. I mean, yeah, basically that's a bunch of white people too. So don't worry, white people. <laughs> you still got yours. We're going to be okay. <laughs> we can still watch our movies. Everything's going to be all right. Spider-Man's still white <laughs> for now. Uh, you know, so... There you go. Um, fucking A. Oh, yeah, it says right here, domestically, Black Panther was number one again, but Tomb Raider is number two. But number one in the world is Tomb Raider. So that's pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm yeah. liking that. I'm liking those numbers. Yeah. Uh, 84 is pretty fucking good, man. It's no slouch, dude. That's fucking... That's uh, sequel talk at that point, I think. Depends on how much they spend. And, I mean, it's not like any of the actors and they were like actors you know it's not like you got russell crowe in that shit or something they probably didn't yeah dude they probably didn't uh the the acting the what the acting acting budget probably wasn't too huge and uh yeah it's interesting i wonder if like it being kind of european set and kind of being like set uh, has like a more international vibe in the film that probably helped it in international markets as well. I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking on the top of my head here. But yeah, that's... Man, that's cool. I'm glad I actually looked into that. I'm more excited to see this one more, maybe a trilogy of Tomb Raider films. And, you know, I, I can always hope the sequel's a little better and get some of the supernatural things. If it doesn't, whatever. I had fun, man. It's... Because movies are expensive in Seattle. So when I spend $14 <laughs> for a standard definition movie. Welcome to city life, man. It's been so long and I hate it. <laughs> Just yeah. movie wise. I love living in cities, but yeah. they spend those movies so spence. Spend those buckaroos. Well, so- yeah, it's, I went up to the theater and, and the, I thought that there was a standard showing at seven. I was like, ooh, I'll see that. And he's like, no, it's an IMAX. And I was like, how much? He's like, over $20. I was like, Man, I like that first Tomb Raider game, but not twenty dollars. I can buy, <laughs> I can buy the new game for that. Yeah, exactly. That's hours of entertainment. Yeah, not almost two. Cool, man. Uh, any so uh, final thoughts for Tomb Raider? I'd say if you're interested and you like Tomb Raider, definitely check it out. If the price tag is a little too hefty at the theater, definitely see it at that like the early morning show or if your theater has like a cheap theater day i think that's a good movie to go see if you're just by yourself you're wanting to watch something fun tomb raider's great if not hold out for that it's definitely something to watch with a group of people who enjoy tomb raider or just badass action movies and have several beers and i think you'll have a great time watching it with good friends uh i don't think you should miss it because how often do you get badass women action movies 
it's very rare. So go see it. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think definitely it's a must-see if you've, if you've played in like the games, especially the reboots in the past few years. It's uh, also, if you're, of course, if you're a fan of Uncharted, if you're a fan of uh, Indiana Jones, of course, you know, uh, this, you definitely will, I want to say definitely, but more than likely you will like this film. And... Uh, Again, very, very competent film and knew what it was doing and it accomplished it. And uh, I had a great time at the theater, actually. I, I was not expecting that. I really wasn't. I don't know what it was. I guess it was the Rotten Tomatoes score, but, um, you know, and it seems like the international market has spoken. So hopefully, dude, if the second one comes out, definitely we'll be seeing it. So, okay. so Stefan, what were your general thoughts of Tomb Raider? To quote a great philosopher, trash! Damn, really? <laughs> First off, yeah, I would have to say pretty weak. Um, I thought the action, some, most of the action was pretty good, fun to watch. Um, it looked good. Alicia Vikander was cool, but it didn't really feel like they had much of a character in mind. Um, you know, even in the games, like, the character is really expressed through you and how you play the game. Um, in mm-hmm. battles and, and whatnot and puzzles and stuff like that. So, you know, my expectations weren't super duper high, but I found myself looking at my phone and stuff during any time she would talk to Dominic West as her father, anytime they started talking yeah. to each other, or anytime, anytime they were trying to, like, force some kind of emotion to make it seem more like, you need to be watching this right now, I got pretty bored. Um, so, yeah, overall, I didn't really enjoy it too much. Damn. Well, me and Andrew did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, I think I personally just went in with like pretty low expectations. Like, I mean, yeah. I probably wouldn't have seen it unless, and I said this before, I probably wouldn't have seen it unless it, we weren't, like, if there wasn't a podcast, I would yeah. have just waited for rental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aside from calling it trash, I'm going to, I'm going to try and be more constructive here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, did you like uh, the new uh, Tomb Raider? Did you like the new Laura Croft or not? Um, yeah, I like I liked her a lot. She was she carried the movie really well for what for what she had to work with, basically. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, like her athleticism, great. Uh, I kind of feel bad for her that she had trained seven months on this script. You know, like yeah. You kind of felt like, well, all right, well, that's cool. It'll it'll get her to put a, her mark on on it. You know, maybe maybe she'll be a, a leading lady who does a lot of like physical kind of like roles like this. That'd be kind of interesting. Okay. Um. Uh. And yeah, overall, I liked it. I think the one in the game is in the newer games is probably the best. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, aside from. Tomb Raider Oblivion, that's probably my favorite Tomb Raider game. Uh, it had to do with like Norse mythology and stuff, and it was like a really good game. And that was like your classic Laura Croft. Um, yeah. Kind of still buxom and full of attitude and stuff. Probably a little sexist, but you know, that was that was probably my favorite then. But I like the new grounded Laura Croft. And um, to be completely honest, I've never actually seen either of the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies. Uh, <sighs> feels good to get that off my chest. I was saying it was a 
<laughs> definitely better than those. Yeah, I can imagine. I can yeah, imagine. Um, so one beef I had with the movie playing the first game, I haven't played Rise of the Tomb Raider, or is that mm-hmm. what that one's called? Yeah. Okay, um, I haven't played that one, the second one. Um, mm-hmm. But I was a little disappointed because I really thought they were going to lean heavily into not like a hard R yeah. horror element or supernatural element, but I uh-huh. like do that and i kind of um i kind of kind of came around to andrew's perspective on it but i really missed out on that because the thing i liked so much about the new reboot game was that you take you learn how to take out mercenaries and then it's like man this game pretty easy i'm pretty badass right now and then it's like oh yeah you want to take on giant samurai motherfuckers and it's like not really but okay let's do it (laughs) yeah you know and i really liked it just like it kind of went into this weird horror supernatural Mm -hmm. thing that i did not see coming in the uh when I first played the first game or the remake, the reboot game. And I kind of wish like it kind of set itself up to be like a cool, like Japanese ghost story or something. And I don't know, man, sometimes it bugs me that we have to get so realistic with stuff. Cause you know, I mean, I'm just trying to think of the last time I saw an adventure film with like like a horror element to it, you know? Yeah. And yeah, definitely. You really can't place one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, one thing, there's a little bit of that in Rise of the Tomb Raider as well, a little bit of like a supernatural element in both games, um, which also, in terms of those types of games, those contemporaries like the Drake games, the Nathan Drake games, they have a lot of really well-written elements of like supernatural and stuff like that. So when this this movie started and they were talking about, you know, taking basically kind of from the first game um i was like yeah there's gonna be some fucking magic or at least like i think the first game there was like some crazy storm you know or something like that at the end yeah. that at least you know at least you don't re- you didn't really see like a a ghost or some kind of mystical being as much as there was some kind of like unexplainable magic that affected the environment or whatever so um spoiler by the end of it when it turned out to be like this weird disease and they you know everything was just kind of like again my biggest pet peeve with movies is when when the movie points you to something and says this is that thing look at it you know like (laughs) uh that hope when they uncovered the grave of the japanese blood queen um you know it's like himiko yeah it was like it was like, you know, that's it's a disease. She was trying to sacrifice herself and this, this, and that. Like, you could have set that up at the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie rather than all the stuff of yeah. her being a bike courier and all that. You know, yeah, she knows how to fight and stuff like that, which I, I appreciate. Like, she's her life is kind of extreme already, but, you know, I don't know. They could have, essentially, for me, they could have started it in fucking Japan with her already traveling and piecing things together and we meet characters on the way. It was it was yeah. kind of a me- meandering snore, <laughs> but I agree with what you were saying. Your points, like I wish they wouldn't have, I wish they wouldn't have tried to like ground it too much in reality because it was already like, you know, I don't know, you know, let's, let's make it, let's make movies fun again. Let's make America movies fun again. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I agree with you. I, I was really hoping they'd kind of because uh, I think the Angelina Jolie ones kind of leaned heavily into like some supernatural business. Mm-hmm. Um, so weird weirdness would happen in those. I don't remember. It's been years since I've seen them. Yeah. I'm not rewatching them um, for this podcast, <laughs> yeah. guys. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, 
I was really hoping they would kind of get into maybe some of that weird, whatever the fuck happens at the end of that game where you're fighting, like you're trudging through that fucking like yeah, I was like she, water and yeah. shit, and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on with this game? Blood, I am fucking like I would have flipped 180 on my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I also agree with like I felt like also too. Um, besides the bike race scene, which I enjoyed and it was one of my favorite scenes, but I don't think it had very much to do with the movie and they could have easily cut it. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, I felt like it did a pretty good job of like showing you something that she used later on in the film to help her overcome yeah. like an adversary, which I was like, this is cool because that's how the game kind of played out. Like yeah. you got something. It's like now you got to learn how to use it because mm-hmm. you're going to suck at it at first. So you got to learn how to take this guy out differently. But then later on, you become like a badass with the pickaxe. You know, it's like the only thing you want to use. Because yeah. I found in that game, like I'd much rather use a bow and arrow and a pickaxe than a gun if I go. Oh, yeah, totally. I only ever and, use my AK if I'm overwhelmed, you know. Otherwise, I'm like the fucking angel of yeah. death with that bow. Wha, and I kind of like that aspect. And then I felt like right after the, after she meets her dad on the uh, beach, after she kills the dude. Yeah. Um, I felt like after that scene, it was just like, oh shit, we got to end this movie. We only got like an hour and 45 minutes. And I was like, wait, you guys were just like setting it up pretty well. Like I saw her learning stuff and like becoming Tomb Raider, you know? And then I felt like they lost that because of, uh, you know, pacing issues or maybe the movie was supposed to be longer Then they cut it down a lot because the studio didn't test well. Who knows? But... Yeah, I mean, I think generally I enjoyed it. I will. I want to ask though, Walton Goggins, what'd you think? Um, I felt like he was okay. He he's re- one thing that is evident is that he's he's also a very capable dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from being a comedic actor, which I think he's more popularly known for, kind of his quippiness. Um, but in this in this film, I would have I would have actually rather seen him like kind of like. I don't know a little bit more flavor to his character it was pretty it was pretty stiff i think i mean he was good he was good the characterization of it was pretty like empty like when he goes to shoot the the little slave villager guy he shoots him and it's like i almost would have wanted like a because i feel like walter goggin could sell one-liners like good one-liners even if they're cheesy like he can sell them pretty good but i just wish it wouldn't have been like if he'd have shot him or something even if I don't know. I just feel like there was something lacking with his character, and um, but he otherwise he seemed to pull off kind of like the obsessed uh, villain, uh, good enough for what they needed. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, he was cool. The fight between him and Laura was was kind of cool. Like she's tiny. Alicia Vikander is a little, little tiny little thing, um, <laughs> and I think Walter Goggins isn't that much bigger. But it was kind of cool to see him. Um, kind of being like a tough guy in that moment and then showing more of what she's capable of. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much my opinion on his character. Yeah, I, I thought he was, I, f- I felt like that he was like, all right, I'm going to go 110 Walton Goggins for you. Yeah. And then the director went, all right, we need you to dial down to 75%. Yeah, I wanted Christopher Walken yeah. from the rundown, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something um, like that. But I, I thought he- I, the one thing I did like about his character was that I liked that he wasn't like super obsessed with it. Like he was only obsessed because he himself wanted to get back to his family. Yeah. 
And it's very rare that in like, I guess a movie like this or in a game, you get that kind of depth to a character. Cause mm. he's almost like Dominic West's character. Like they're just trying to get back to their home. Yeah. Dominic West trying to keep him from opening up whatever the fuck this thing is. Yeah. And well, Gong is like, I don't give a shit. I got in this job and I want out of it. And to get out of it, I have to find this thing. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of like that about his, his villain because while he wasn't like the best villain I've seen on screen, I felt like, his motivations were more pure than most. I mean, not to say that like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to kill some random farm worker because he's like having a stroke is the right thing to do. Like he's a villain for sure. Mm-hmm. But like he wasn't made a villain. Like maybe when him and uh, Dominic West got onto the Island, maybe they weren't yeah. that bad. Maybe he wasn't that bad of a dude, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe just seven years on a fucking Island with a bunch of dudes and people who don't, you know, you have nothing in common with could make you into a pretty terrible human being. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I kind of like that aspect about it because he does mention his kids several times. So it's not just like a one-off where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah, I do remember that. But he was always like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to get back to my girls. Yeah. And I did enjoy that because there's some kind of parallel between him and, you know, Dominic West's character, who yeah. was Laura's dad, which is obviously he's the guy you're rooting for because Walt Goggins is like, you're like, oh shit, when you see him, he's like, he's the bad guy. Yeah. But I did like that it was kind of like, I, I did like, I felt a little bit for, honestly, I much would have rather seen his character do a lot more and make his turn a little later in the movie that he was bad. Yeah. Like, I feel like there needed to be another yeah, villain were, on that. I thought they were going to do it that way. Sidekick yeah. um, or something. But, you know, I feel like it, a lot of it, I did enjoy the movie. I didn't have high expectations for it. I thought it was yeah. just like a fun action movie. Uh-huh. But I, like, there is stuff that did. I don't think it deserves like its rotten score necessarily. But uh-huh. the score, I would say it's trash. It's like forty nine percent. Oh yeah, that's pretty uh, generous. I think. <laughs> I don't. You know, I didn't, I didn't super hate it. I was just, I was just kind of bored. Um, anytime yeah. the character started talking, like I re- actually really did like the action stuff. I wish, I wish it was more like the A team where it was just like one thing after another. That would have yeah. been that would have been nuts, but maybe that that's a, a budgetary concern, you know, or something. Um, one thing yeah. that really bugged me was that one Dominic West as the father was still alive, um, and two that he his whole thing was like, you know, I left you that clue so you would you know never come here, and I'm just like, why didn't you fucking destroy all the Hitomi H- H- shit? before you left you know what i mean like that being the catalyst for the whole story i was like this is useless (laughs) you know i was just like one if he was dead i think and she got to the island and maybe found his maybe not his carcass so much as some of his things or something that told a little bit more of the story would have been kind of cool you know a big part of her is that she finds shit and that might something like that might have been cool um but otherwise, it was, you know, it was just kind of weird for her to show up and then him be like, God damn it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, that was yeah. what bugged me about that whole uh, her ending up on the island and everything in the first place. And I was just like, really? Yeah, I kind of because like, isn't it in the game? They're just kind of like going off on like a friend trip or something. Uh, I forget then, how exactly that starts. Yeah, but she's already like an explorer to some degree, and she's taken after her father in that way. I honestly wish, and I don't see how they could have missed this, but just copy the damn game. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> like the, you know, like the new Tomb Raider games. The stories in them aren't like as superb as the Drake games. You know, there's not as much TLC put into it, but the games themselves 
are fantastic in terms of playability and game mechanics and stuff like that. That's why I love them. But that first game has just enough for you to be like, for you to hang on, you know, like Walter Goggins would have been a great cult leader, that cult leader that was in the game. And yeah, um, and yeah just like all your pieces were there. I didn't see why they had to re rewrite a whole thing in order to make it fly because it was just kind of, it was kind of mediocre. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been better just to be like, I mean, I agree with you. I think a lot of that was just kind of like, we needed her to meet her dad and whatever. And I don't know. I agree. I mean, yeah. I enjoyed the movie, but it, yeah. like, I I was really hoping he was dead. And then that would set her off into some other thing. And like, you know, more of her like exploring. And like, I think it would have been cool if she would have found like another tomb because there's those little tombs you could go into in the game. Yeah. Yeah, and explore, and I would have liked to have seen like instead of a, her dad up in that cave, like maybe he found some underground thing. So it's like, oh, it's another tomb, and she could have found like his skeletal body or something, you know, like he did die there, and right. you know maybe in the yeah. maybe there's like a a puncture wound or a bullet wound in his like in his you know rib cage or something. So like Wong Goggins, like, oh shit, he did kill him, mm -hmm. you know, and he didn't die right away or something, but. You know, and then she found more clues. Like, I don't mind the like going to look for your father's story. Mm -hmm. um, I just felt like instead of him, Daniel Wu's character mm -hmm. would have been a better sidekick than mm -hmm. Dominic West's old man Croft, right. crazy man Croft. Yeah. Um, you know, and having him and just having Daniel Wu's character kind of be like the, oh shit, I don't know what I'm in for. I don't raid tombs. I'm just, you know, I just said my papa got killed and I didn't know what happened to him. And I'm just, uh, you know, I just, I'm real good at driving boats, you know? Yeah. And kind of just ends up with Laura. That way, if we if we do get a sequel or whatever, that would be like Laura's sidekick, kind of like in the Uncharted games. Yeah. You know, the old man. Um, and it was cool to see Daniel Wu uh, play play something different. What's he uh, Instead of his, Into the Badlands. Oh, He's yeah. Like the main dude. Yeah, that's why it looked familiar. He looked at me but um uh yeah i just i felt like you know walton goggins great casting love the new tomb raider the new laura um i just felt like eh, you know i didn't really need to see your dad again i didn't feel like it was really prevalent i thought the yeah. flashback scenes were enough to know that yeah they love each other they're family get it she's sad he's gone done one thing that really yeah. bothered me overall was like the comedic beats of the film um i kept rolling my eyes in the back of my head throughout the movie like from from minute one like joke one and that at the end when they say something about like we're not dead yet and she's like no shit and it's mirroring a something he said earlier like all the moments where they were trying to be funny i was just like felt were really cringy yeah the only one i really liked was uh but it felt kind of flat was the one where she like gets into the plane and uh, she's like, "Are you kidding me?" When it starts to fall off the cliff, yeah. and I was like, "All right, I like I like that moment, but oh, it really? was not." <laughs> yeah, I, I it did not hit as well as it should have, mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't I, know if it's like script writing or like acting at yeah. that point. I, yeah, I was like my barometer for films. Sorry to interject, but my barometer for films uh, being good or bad or whatever. If you find any movie, if there's any movie where a character goes seriously or really, then get out when you can <laughs> that always bugs me i'm like yeah fucking really you wrote it like you're asking me whether or not like you know i'm just like uh, that to me uh it's just odd writing not that that a moment like that can't be funny 
but yeah, I think it's the timing and uh, in this instance, kind of the, one of those same things where it's just like, just have her say nothing at all or scream. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, and I, I think uh, also, I just, I mean, I don't feel like any, like she cursed and like Daniel Wu's character did. But it was like there's really no point to have like the coarse language in it. <laughs> yeah, totally. you know, like there was really no like. I mean, they're like the only two who curse. I don't think Walton Goggins' villain character. I mean, maybe he says a curse word, but it's like he's the villain. He's got to. It's like I don't know when she says. I don't know. It'd be like someone in Star Wars saying, "God damn it" or something. It's like yeah. oh, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel dirty now. <laughs> yeah, quit yelling at my childhood. But swearing at my innocence. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think I just went in with like super low expectations and was pleasantly surprised I enjoyed it. But yeah. I did, I mean, I do see everything you're saying and mm-hmm. everything that Andrew really liked about it because Andrew really liked it. Uh, um, I get But I also get a lot of your points and I definitely think yeah. it could have been a more solid script. And just like the same runtime, just a lot, you know, just a tighter, lot tighter. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, uh, you know, she was great. Alicia Vikander was a good Laura. I would, I would, I would watch a sequel if, you know, if, if they got their shit together, but I mean, how do you really even know? Cause I, when I saw the trailer for this, I was like, I, mm, it looks like Tomb Raider, you know, yeah. like, it looks like something I am into. And then, I think I was really hesitant to go see it. Otherwise, just I wasn't even reading any reviews or anything like that. And partly I was broke uh, this last week. But uh, but also I was just like hanging on hope, you know, like I love Laura Croft, but the real the real meat of this character and the real the the best fun you're going to have is playing the games, man. They're, you know, the stories aren't super great, but you're a part of it and you're helping, you're making those decisions through her. And that's what it's all about, man. It's about climbing and leaping and, and, and fucking dudes up and leaving, leaving armies to waste. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I definitely like, I wish they would have like, you know, cause you go through so much brutal shit in the first game. Yeah, the remake, and I think they did a good job of dirtying her up and like putting her through the ringer in a movie version. But come on, man, give me a yeah. little more. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I you know you make a good point. I kind of want to see all the stuff I went through in the game, and you yeah. know I didn't have to do that in real life or train yeah. for just a movie production. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I would have liked the scene her like use the bow and be bad at it, and then get better through the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I thought it was good that they did tie it in that she could use it as a kid mm. but it's like how long has it been since you've been in art and been at art taking archery you know yeah i mean i'm sure you don't lose it but you're gonna get rusty just like with anything you don't practice yeah but uh i would i would definitely have liked to have seen her like missed a shot and been like ah oh, fuck you know and then been like redrawed or something and be like oh set her pose differently and be like oh she's learning yeah she she's remembering or whatever and uh i did I, that scene where she just like picks it up she's like and says that like quote to her father to go save uh, Daniel Wu's character. I was just uh-huh. like, really? this seems a bit soon. And also, I'm gonna say more stuff should have happened during the nighttime. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, who runs into battle by yourself against armed <laughs> soldiers yeah. in in the daylight? Yeah. It's just like you know the thing to do is save people during nighttime, right? Because yeah. people will go to sleep. And 
I thought that was a little like, I mean, I think she should have went through that and then someone got the upper hand. And then when she woke up, her dad tried to come and save her. And then they do the scene where Walton, Wong Gong is like, open it. And she's like, I don't yeah. want to lose you, whatever. You know, I just felt like that action scene could have been a lot cooler and like way yeah. more stealthy because I never got to see her do the stealth stuff that you get to do in the game. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah. And they kind of fuck things up right when she had the bow and arrow too because she went into his tent looking for the journal. And then he shows yeah. up there and she's got an arrow. Like if I was her silently kill, like just as you would do in the game, silently kill that motherfucker, grab your journal back. And she could have made her way to her father without having ever kill anybody else in that yeah. moment. But then it would have ruined their action scene. And I was just like, just kill that motherfucker. He's right there. What are you saving him for? You know, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and at this point, I think she had just already killed that other guy. I don't know. Maybe her, the rule for being a good guy in a movie like this is you have to have your, your life has to be immediately threatened for you to kill. Otherwise, you're one of the bad guys or something. <laughs> but I was like, why yeah. you put her in that tent with it? You know, it was cool when she slid behind that that thing in the tent. Though she just looked cool. She's really yeah. Cute. That's the thing. Like the new man, it looks like she can like handle handle herself. It just needs you know either writing or better directing i know the director is like a norwegian or yeah. director so i'm sure some stuff gets lost in translation i like, always miss the mark <laughs> but scandinavian yeah, to direct american properties yeah seem to see it in a very different way yeah uh i don't know man i like i don't know how why it's so hard for people to adapt a video game yeah it's yeah it's like here's here's you know a, a usable story for a decent movie that would be emotionally engaging right here in this game oh, i love it i want to make a movie of that get all the money get all the producers get everything ready and it's like we're gonna completely start from the ground up yeah. <laughs> like, you know just like damn it like why i i yeah i totally agree. Gonna... there must be some kind of like mystical video game movie curse or something we really need to look into that yeah right <laughs> curse of the shitty video game movies you know, like, I think Mortal Kombat is probably the highest echelon of video game movie, you know. Well, I told Not Andrew I would do, I would, like, it's Mortal Kombat. Silent Hill, I think, is a pretty damn yeah. good video game adaption because yeah, it's a pretty that. solid horror film in itself. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the story's a little wonky, but that's fine. I mean, Silent Hill 2 doesn't make a, whole, a fuck ton of sense. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I was saying, he was like, "What would be your third? And I was like, "I might put Tomb Raider, the new one, in there because really? it's—I mean, it looks like it, you know." Uh -huh. And um, besides it not doing a lot of things, I think it does—you know, I—it does feel like a Tomb Raider movie and a mm -hmm. video game. And you know, I mean, I liked it more than Assassin's Creed. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I heard that one was pretty boring. <laughs> You know, I didn't mind it as much, but I know a lot of people hated it. I just, I mean, it's not a great film, but I didn't think it was terrible. But, you know, maybe time will tell and maybe I'll be right. Or maybe I'll rewatch and be like, oh, I was wrong. That was fucking terrible. I don't know. I was smoking that day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know why it's so hard. I mean, video games yeah. are cool. And I, I mean, I know the story is much longer, you know, but it's it's like, a, yeah. I feel like half the time you can condense that game down. <laughs> Yeah, essentially what essentially what we saw were like all the cutscenes from a shitty Tomb Raider game. Yeah, in my opinion, you know, like it was it was that's what the thing about video, I think the real 
the real um, leap in translation there is is that games are meant to be played, you know, and the story that comes with them it can oftentimes be really great or whatever. But it's it's an ask it, that the story comes second to like you actually playing the game. So maybe there's yeah. some kind of part of the equation there that they just really haven't figured out. Um, I think if they attempted like a Pixar style Zelda film, it would probably be amazing, or like the Mario film that's going to come out eventually. You know, maybe animation is the way to go, but. So far, it's pretty rough waters. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, like even when Netflix was talking about that like Zelda television like live action series, oh, I was yeah. like, all right, I was like, I think it's doable. I just think you need to like lean into the fucking world, though. Like, yeah, it has to be Zelda. Everything you see, even if it looks, even if you're like, oh. I know. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's all doable. It's just yeah. you got to have the right people and. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty underwhelming. I would say if you're a fan of Alicia Vikander, mm -hmm. go see this movie and support her as an actress because I think she's got a lot of potential. Um, Agreed. Coming up, and she's won an Oscar, didn't she, for Ex Machina or something? I I don't know, man. Or nominated? She was nominated or something. Anyway. Um, I think that was the only reason to go watch it because if you're a Tomb Raider fan, I would say don't waste your time. Just play through both of the newer games and some of the games that came before it were really good. Anniversary Edition's great. Oblivion's great. Um, even the original is great. <laughs> you know, if you're not if you're not that into video games, go onto YouTube, type in original Tomb Raider or any of the Tomb Raider games, and put no commentary and just watch somebody else play that bitch, and you'll be able to experience it. Just the same if you're not so good at games or if you don't have thumbs, I understand there are options. Yeah. Um, otherwise, my my final verdict is is skip this Tomb Raider movie. Well, Superhouse listeners, that was episode 118, and that was our review of the Tomb Raider film that just came out. Uh, please be sure to let us know what you think in the comments of our Facebook page, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, wherever you can find us. It'll be included in the posts. Um, as well as check out our website at www.superhousepod.com. Um, check out our Patreon and throw us a few bones if you got them. Uh, the content will only get better the more that you donate to us. Um, it'll get better anyway, but I like to think that it'd be even better, better if you donated. Anyway, we'd like to thank Shasta once again for her contributions to the Superhouse Patreon. You're a badass. Um, check us out on the pages. Peace out. <laughs>